Welcome to the My Muy Bueno Chefs Get Personal podcast. I'm your host, Justine Murphy, founder and CEO of My Muy Bueno. I'll be interviewing a different chef each fortnight, but asking the very same questions and their answers are all very different, which is what makes each interview so inspiring. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of My Muy Bueno Chefs Get Personal. Welcome. I hope you are all well. Hope you've had a great past fortnight. And today I come back with yet another very fascinating, very inspiring chef whose story is incredible. So I really can't wait for you to hear everything that he has to share. Let's jump straight in. It's Chef Dimitri Maggi, everyone. Welcome, Dimitri Maggi. Hey, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? It's amazing. Very good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, I saw you last time. When you closed Davis and Brooke. I came just at the final days before you were closing. No, I think I saw you. Oh, no, I saw you at Chef's Table. At yeah. my, my, my very in Chef's Ledbury. Oh. In Ledbury. Oh, Ledbury, of course. I did Ledbury yep. as well. I forgot that, of course. It was two, yes. two in a row. It was winter. You did. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. It was I nice. Have a great time. Good. Me too. So what, well, I'll ask you more what you've been up to in a minute. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll Sorry, I can't let's jump into, you. yeah, you're throwing me sideways now. That's fine. It's good. <laughs> so how old are you now, Dimitri? I'm 42. You are old. There you go. I'm saying I'm 40. I'll be 42 in November. So there we go. It's a good age. 40s are good. It is. It is. So how old were you when you first started cooking professionally? I was 16. I think I was 16. So it was my first job in Estonia. I moved wow. to Estonia uh, from Kazakhstan, wow. and it's uh, I was okay. What are I gonna do in my life? Okay. Because you know, we just move. It's I was grew up in Kazakhstan, and it's like it's Soviet Union, and felt it was really, really, really bad. And my mom from Estonia, so she offered we need to go back to Estonia, where she from is. Okay. And so we moved there, and I'm 16 years old. I don't speak language. I don't know what to do in my life. It was a tough time. Yeah. And there's no job. When we just came, we have some, you know, people say like $15 in his bank account. It was a little bit more than that, but it was just, that's it. So what's going to happen afterwards? Because what kind of job are going to have? Yeah. You know, like I don't really know. I can't go to study because all education was in Estonian, but I don't really speak Estonian in that time. And I know, like, it's my heart was, I want to cook food. Right. It's, it's something for me, it was I always, when I was a little younger, I always Just kept cooking. Drawn to ingredients yeah, and cooking. Ingredient, did, cooking did your some. mom cook a lot then? No, no, not really. She, she did, but not, not a lot. Okay. It, it was... Always Something some reason. I don't know you. why. I don't know okay. why, but it's always I always want to do it, you know. But then someone told me gonna get out of here if get you want to go in. It's, it's for the woman and oh I my gosh. Get, yeah. That was mentality, I you guess. No, it's for the woman and then like also like maybe machine gonna take over right. and then it's everything is gonna be done in the factories. And it's like, it's going to be commercial food. There's so no forget one, that dream. You know? Think of something yeah, else. Yeah, <laughs> so there's, no, no, no. But then it's like, okay, so what are you going to do? There is no job. Yeah. And then I, okay, I'm going to go and be a welder. Of course. <laughs> I was about to say, it's going to be some man who would have to be yeah, a welder. A welder. A welder. So oh. then, okay, so I applied for the welder. Stop. I know, right. I applied for the welder. And it's, uh, I'm waiting for the 
fill up group of the people. But there was no one want to be the welder, only me. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. So I just I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting patiently, and then it's like okay. after like one month, like okay, like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. What else do you have? Okay. Like, oh, we have the chefs. <laughs> Okay, let's do the chefs. Good. So, <laughs> okay, great. I went to the chefs and it's, uh, again, it was kind of a really, really, really crappy organization. So it was not even school, you know. <laughs> they kind of looking for the people who can cook in a boat, you know, like okay. all the... Like a cruise ship cruise ships. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Mass catering and exactly. just Exactly. So this, what they did, he just put me in a one cafe. Oh, my God. Just straight away. Okay. So, I said, okay, so you go cook. Go cook. So after one month, they gave me some paper, so I, I passed the test or something. Just like that. I don't even do anything. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, nothing. You know, they just give me the paper. Okay. I, I pay like, I know, $100 or something like this, and they give me the paper, I pass Done. it. Done. Okay. That's it. And then, yeah, I was there, like, dishwasher, okay. cook, kind Everything. of like. And then it's yeah. where my journey began. That you was know? the beginning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I want to be the welder, but <laughs> no one else want to be the welders. <laughs> but from there, I mean, from get, being in that place there to, because how old were you when you joined 11 Madison Park? I think I was 28 or 20. No, no, no. I think I was, like, almost 30, I believe. So from that humble beginning in a cafe... You then put your time in, I guess, and then started to go through restaurants and... I work at this cafe and it was one first French restaurant in Italian where they hire one French chef. So I start to work with him. Then it's, uh, we start to, I become a little older and then we, it was like internet start to booming. Okay. And then you start to look the books. I have my friend used to work with a one chef who came from London. He told them about who the Gordon Ramsay is, what it's all the stuff. It's self-educated, you know. Wow. There is uh, one of the, my first book. It's uh, Nico. Okay. A chef Nico in London. Okay. So it's it was one of the first good book what that you I were ever exposed to. Yeah. Wow. Must be like absorbed it like absorbed. a sponge. And I, 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 I recently because I always want this book because this wasn't mine. It was our restaurant director owner. She has this book. She give it to us, kind of to like to to look. Okay. It was like wow. I want my own copy. Yeah, I want. It's so like recently, maybe like two or three months. I bought it. Really? Now I have it. Oh, I love. Now that. for me, it's just kind of like I have this my first book in my bookshelf. So it's like it's. I always want this book. You know. That's very special. And it's, um, yeah, Chef Nico. Nice. And then you bumped along from there and did your time in all Yeah, I did. I, I work in uh, Estonia and I, I moved to Latvia. I, I went for stash to Latvia wow. for like two days and I met most beautiful woman oh. in this world. Oh, wow. And she became my wife eventually. Oh. And, um, you know, like it was some transition time. So I have to travel from Tallinn to Riga. Wow. So like you work Friday. Till the end, you kind of finish like 1 a.m. Yeah. And then you drive all the way to Riga. Oh, my goodness. And then on uh, Sunday night, you go back to Tallinn to work. So I did this for like a few months and then I've, like again, also, you know, like uh, I fall in love yeah. more and more and more. And then for me, it was like it doesn't really make sense. So I decide I have to move to Latvia. So I moved to Latvia. Okay. I opened a restaurant over there. I was like 26, 27, you know, 
And then it happens. I met with some beautiful people who also tell me about wonderful restaurant Noma. And then, then I end up in Copenhagen for the bit for two years. And then uh, afterwards, my wife found an amazing job in New York. And so we decided to move to New York. I haven't even think about in my life. I will believe in New York, the little guy who grew up in Kazakhstan. Who almost went into a path of welding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's ended up in, in New York. In New York. Wow. I spent like almost 10 years in New York. It was Oh, wow. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. And then, you know, I ended up in London, you know. Incredible. But I mean, it's, everything starts with welding. Well, or not. No, no, no. Obviously, that wasn't meant to be your life. That door firmly closed. I know. And the other one opened. And again, like, everything's meant to be. There we exactly. go. Exactly. It's what we're just talking exactly. about. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. So now... What would you say is your earliest and fondest first memory of food? As I say, as I mentioned, like my mom cooked, but not a lot. Okay. But it's something what I remember. She cooked, like I think it's like a chicken on a beer con. But okay. I mean, it's a, we don't do on a beer con. You just get the glass jar mm. and put some, um, some stuff. And uh, I think it was like some parsley or onion, some chicken stock or even water or something. And then you put... Chicken on top of this glass oh, jar, and then you have uh, mayonnaise. Oh. Wrap chicken with the mayonnaise and put in the oven. Mayonnaise? You yeah. slather it in mayonnaise. I know. I know. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> I know. I, 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 but it tastes amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my. It's, it's not my recipe, but it says a memory. That's good. And, and then good this is comforting food. Exactly. So the chicken goes there, and then it's um, hangover food. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was, for me, in my time, it was kind of like uh, festive food. It's like, it's, 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 it's not what you get every day for dinner. It was okay. occasionally, it's a treat. it was a treat. That's nice. And it's, uh, as I say, like, you know, like when I grew up, it was Soviet Union is felt. It was like nothing yeah. in a store. You go no. in a store, only what you can see, like kind of like sea cabbage or something. Hardly anything, nothing fresh, everything's tinned. Oh, nothing, nothing, everything is a tin. And then they give it to you some coupon, you know, like coupon. So you can like, it's not even money. So like you can allow to get, I don't know, like four kilo of sugar in a month. Good God, wow. And that's it. Or like five kilos of flour. It's like Russians cards back in the war days. Exactly, it's food stamps. Yeah, yeah, it's food stamps, exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it's it's what it is. Or even not even give it to the money, like uh, it's factory give it to you just fake money like a monop- monopoly you know yeah yeah <laughs> and then with this money you go to the oh, store and uh, people just trade them for the real money so they can buy something else wow. so it was oh no like it's a world. you know like we talk about the white people problem you know this is what i used to live and really not comfortable <laughs> mm. you know this you don't have the food you know yeah. you don't know are you going to get something for dinner or you're gonna have seed cabbage, you know. So this was it's one poverty. reason why why we decide to move because it's become worse, worse and worse. Yeah. So this is a chicken on a it's on a huge a can. bloody tree. Then it's a huge bloody Damn, tree. Damn right, gonna slather it in mayonnaise as well. We're getting all out. We got mayonnaise and we got chicken. And we got herbs. There we you go. Know, <laughs> this, what is this? It's like That's the smell. It's just comforting. Chicken's always chicken evokes that comfort factor anyway, but let alone even more so if it was such a treat back Crisp, then. It must crispy have been skin, amazing smell. Like it's it's if, if you house. come like you, you smell it, it's like it's like mm. it's your stomach start to make some noise. Brr, 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 you know, like it's <laughs> gonna be the feast. You know, like everyone is gonna be happy, sit around the table. It was perfect. Just one of the brightest memory. I love that. Good. 
Thank you. Humble dish. Yeah, really is. Which chefs inspire you most and why? I think it's a kind of like two chefs in my life who inspire me a lot. I mean, maybe even three, you know, like I, I think I, I will say like it's like before my move to Copenhagen and just like just leave over there, it was Gordon Ramsay, you know, <laughs> he was uh, the one guy who like when I was maybe 21 or something like this, I can follow him. He was like for me, like what kind of Jesus Christ, you know, yeah. himself, you know, the, I mean, he's still doing really, really, really strong. Incredible he, career. I'm sure like, if you look like game like of the London- five years next year. I mean, like it's huge. Of it's the been... London chef, half of them used to work for him mm -hmm. somehow, yeah. somewhere, you Shaped know. Shaped the industry, the people you know? in it, yeah. And it's like huge, like you can ask pretty much anyone person in the world who is a Gordon Ramsay, everyone know him. Yeah. And he'd been such a big inspiration for the young chef. Yeah. You know, I remember myself when I was 21, it was Jesus Christ, you know, like in our restaurant, we have a few books. One of those Gordon Ramsay, and one was Daniel Balut. This was like God's what you yeah. pray, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's something what you want to be. This, for me, it was like one of the first mission experience I had at Claridge's and um, at Gordon Ramsay. Wow. So for us, it was treat. Our restaurant director took us to London for two days and it's uh, Claridge's for lunch for Gordon Ramsay Michelin star restaurant. Wow. It was amazing just be able to sit down over there, eat food, see the food, see the chefs. Mark Sergeant was there in the kitchen. And for me, just, uh, there's a guy from the book and I see him. Real life, right here. Right here. Pinch me moments, yeah. You know, it's huge. A, and you know, now, running the clarages. Oh it's like, it's, you know, circle. You've come full circle. This is your full circle. circle moment. I mean, this was the guy who, I just, I'm sure it's not only me, it's like it whole generation of the chef who inspired yes. in this time, you know, Ooh, this, who, who, like... who make me want to be the chef. It mm. was him. That's huge. You know? It's massive. And I'm, I'm so appreciate for that. You know, he show, not like, he doesn't show me personally. I never meet with him, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, like, through his career, you can see like his some video on YouTube, how he talk, like it was like he's kind of bad guys, rock star, you know, like, wow, you know, <laughs> what the fuck, you know, oh, what are you doing, you know? So that was kind of like really inspiring for the 21, 22, yeah. 23. He's super cool. Wow, I want to be like I him. I want to be cool. I want to be the yeah. rock star, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, I can play any music, but this, you can also be cooking food, you also can be a rock star. So yeah. in my industry, I can be a rock star. Hell so yeah. he was motivator. Love it. So then after that, I think it was Rene, you know, so mm -hmm. Rene, it's like... How long were you there for? For two years. Wow. You know, like uh, I was in Latvia, so again, so like I was in Latvia, I opened my restaurant, I was to say 26, 27, and like, oh, like, not like I'm arrived, but like, oh, I know everything, you know, like I'm a superstar, you know, I'm like, <laughs> That's it. Gordon is my friend, you know, like, that's it. I, I'm arrived. I'm set. You know? And then it's like one of my friends, he went to stage to Copenhagen. And they came back, say, hey, I went there. There's all people who work there, they're like Terminator. Like, what, what do you mean? They're like, just work, work, work. And this was time it was recession. So oh, this wow. was a lot of chefs from uh, Estonia, Latvia, they just moved to the wherever, England, you know, just like uh, to make money. Yeah. So we was kind of always struggle with the people. People don't care, you know, yeah. we, we're struggling now here, but just you, you one or two, you're trying to push sure. and people around you, they just like, they just 
working, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, was there? It's like this. They work so all the time. They think about the food. They're like so inspiring, so so nice. Like, okay, I want to go there. So I went, I, I write to Rene, can I please, my friend Casper, tell me about your restaurant. I didn't even know what this Noma is, you know? <laughs> didn't know what they did I, or I didn't anything know, about it. You know? Yeah. You just like, can well, I come? Can, can I, I come? come? I want to be a machine. I want to work like Terminator is this, for you. Is that what it is? It's because I want it. I yeah. want that. So three days, he replied to me. Three days? Replied to me back. Yes, you friend of Casper. Come on, come on in. Just wow, that. great. So I booked my tickets, went there for one month. It was one of the best time in my life, you Experience. know. Experience. Like, be a part of it back then as well. I mean, it wow. was 2006. Six, seven. So it's like when when I arrived there, it was number 14 in the world. Wow. So then next year we get number two. And then next year we get number three. So then I left when it was number three. Wow. And it was like, it was beginning. Like, you know, like I remember when there, it was still old location. Yep. The ants. Ants wasn't there yet. Oh, right. It oh, was you before didn't get ants. Exposed the ants. It wow. was before ants. Okay. It was, it was far away. Wow. You know? And it's like he was, you know, this time kind of established himself. Okay. He was all the time, not all the time, but in the kitchen, you know, like he, he'd been there. And it was nice to see him work with all the chefs. Again, so like the people who work in my time there, no one works there anymore. Right. But they achieved so much because of that. Wow. You know? That's incredible. And for me, it was just be part of that and like, and the ethos it probably instilled in you as well from that, your time there, just a work ethic and just yeah, what is like dynamic I think and Karen, him is a visionary and creativity. I think it's yeah. what uh, I will say. What I learned for me, it was the first time to see how he think and how he can like. If you take ingredients, for example, take the celery. What can you, what can you do with celery? You can pickle. You can. For me, just before, maybe, oh, you can just maybe roast. Even, even I don't even know, like, celery, celery puree, that's it. Or just maybe celery soup. open up your mind to all of the yeah. possibilities with that ingredient. and yeah. You can use the skin to make the stock. You can pickle. You can dehydrate. You can rehydrate afterwards. How to make your own cheese. I, I don't even think about heat process, what, like, foraging, you know. Like, it's like, I don't even think about that at all before. No. Of course not. And that it was kind of open mind to how can you be creative, what you can use, what kind of product you can use, and obviously discipline as well to be ready, you know, be ready at the time. And that I learned a lot from him, you know. But creativity, I can put it over there. I learned a lot. And to work in Noma in this time, because, you know, like it's a lot of people say, oh, I'm working normal. How long? Oh, I was there for one month. Yeah, most people were there yeah. for one month. Exactly. And then everyone put in the <laughs> They'll CV. They'll put it on their CV. Yeah, I'm I worked in normal. Yeah. This is like, you know, it's, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really. Like I've been there for two years and like it's tough time, you know, tough time. But I say like if I, I know I need to do this again, I'll do it again. Not even one eye blink, you know. I learn a lot and make me stronger. And then afterwards, it was uh, Chef Daniel. So this is, I so think... From there to there, I mean, woof. But it's the reason why I was able to get there. Because I did Noma yeah. for two years. Uh, it was another thing, you know, like it's what I really, really thankful for Rene. So he was really helpful when I say I'm going to go somewhere. So like whatever you need, I can help, you know. Amazing. I can help, I can help set up the status, just use my name. And this is why all the doors is open because you're coming up from such a 
amazing, amazing restaurant, you yeah. know. And it's, uh, yeah, then it was uh, 10 years with Chef Daniel again. So learn a lot. He believed in me. You know, this was another thing, you know, because he also, he came with $10 in a suitcase from the Switzerland, you know. I, I, I really hope, I really hope he see me in uh, 10 years younger, something like yeah, that, yeah. you know. So I came, I don't speak English well. You know, <laughs> this was funny when I came to... Uh, Copenhagen, I think I, I know how to speak English. After the first day, I understand I don't speak English at all. It's going to put my head down and cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, so like he believed in me. He gave me chance to progress. He let me do my thing. He trusted in me. And that is was one of the things, you know, the huge like person like him, you know, like with all the support, what he done to me. I can be more grateful, mm. thankful. I grow with him you know yes, we grow together, together. you know yeah. and for me it's such that journey just wow such an honor to be part of that you know yeah. that i mean honestly it was another chefs who work there again it's like a james Gant. it's like it's like a lot a lot a lot of them you know we work together you know now they also have their own restaurant they open restaurant you know like some my chef who used to work for me they uh, open few restaurants in oh, new york you know amazing one of the guy um, has a uh, fried chicken place, you know, okay. like he is like one of the best fried chicken in uh, uh, in New York, you know. Amazing, that's incredible. You know, so it's 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 like it's a journey, you know, yeah. like and I say like I, I can be more. So powerful though, you know, the influence that can have from that time on all of those different people who then go off and do their thing and in turn inspire others and it's a constant. It's the way how it yeah. work, you know. It's incredible. But it's I think amazing. it's what it is. I love it. So one need to believe in you. Yeah. So one need to believe and let you do something. Yeah. That is the chance, you know. Yeah. The he freedom was, to then. He was giving to me the chance. Because if you just look myself, you know, the guy from Kazakhstan came and run one of the best restaurants in the world. I, I can't believe, I can't believe I end up in New York and I end up to run a restaurant. Just unbelievable. For me, it's kind of like fairy tale, you know. It's his testimony that every dream is possible. Everything is possible. If you have a vision and a dream and you're excited and you're prepared to work hard, everything is possible. And that's what New York about, you know. Mm. If you go to New York, you want to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's people who win. You, you have to push. You have yeah. to push yourself. Yeah. But again, so like you also need to be in the right place in the right time. Yeah, true. And True. you need to people believe in you. That's what I say. Like, you know, like it's, it just was so many different factors. Yeah. But I'm grateful he believed in me and he gave me a chance. And I'm trying to do my best for him all the time. You certainly have. <laughs> it's amazing. What are, I know you've mentioned one already, or maybe there's different ones. What are your two favorite cookbooks and why? I think it's one of them. It's uh, Estelle. It's a restaurant in New York. And I really love this cookbook it's uh the food what is in this book it's so pure okay. and so so simple you know chef is ignacio i don't remember the name right now so <laughs> i know we need to figure out how to montage the name so it doesn't look like <laughs> full ignacio idiot is good. <laughs> it's really 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 good and when i went to the his restaurant it's kind of like new york it's it's really small it's a tiny place there's table, people almost like sit on top of each other. Okay. And it's like, it's idea of the sharing plates. You start with the small snacks. Nice. Then you have a little bit larger appetizer. Then you have something bigger, what you can share 
Nice. And that's like something what you want to eat, something what me as a chef, I want to eat. You know, yeah. after working like so many years in a fine dining restaurant, you like, I don't want to go out and eat three hours meal. After working, I'm not like I don't believe in that anymore. You know, I don't want to say like, oh, testing menu is not right, but I don't want eat testing menu anymore for some reason. You know, like maybe I become older, I have a family, I have a kids. Like, you know, you go with a kids in a restaurant and have the three hours meal, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You want something so you can shareable with the kids like running around you, screaming, yeah. yelling, you just try to pull the... But still them. good food though. Still the good, good food. quality, yeah, you know, exactly. It's what, what, what he does, it's small plates, shareable, you can share with your friend. Nice. It's a, it's a beautiful execution. It's a soulful food. Nice. Breaking bread. You know? With one another. That's what it is. And, you know, this his book, uh, Estelle, it's amazing. I have in my, uh, in my bookshelf and always I look all the time, you right. know? Get inspired by this book, you know? It's an amazing, simple recipe, but it gives some little dimension nice. to your food. And then style of the food, look, simplicity, you know? Okay. That's what I really also love in him is his food. And second one, I say I, I Nico. mentioned Nico, yeah. but I say like you know like Nico, it just it's my favorite, it's, it's my heart your, book, you yes. know. I think another one, it's uh, Michel Bra. Okay. It's a Michel Bra. It's again so this book I always want to have, and it was my book I bought when I was in a Noma. Right. And you can see how Michel Bra influenced Rene. You know, you yeah. can you can see some herbs over there. But obviously, it was in this time, you know. Okay. But obviously, right now, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. But in this time, when I was there, you can see a little bit. You, you can feel it. Okay. You can see, like, even, like, if uh, you can see the book, like, cover of the book, it's kind of a uh, few different pickled zucchini, something like this. Like, it's so colorful. Okay. And you can see... This, not like it might be Rene food and this time. Yeah. It's it's a style. It's not style, but like ingredients. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But this book helped me understand what Rene did in this time okay. in, his, in his life, you know. Okay. And it was really, really inspirational to read. And then like uh, also journey of the Michel Bra, what he did, you know, like how he worked hard. You know, it's all there. Okay, good. Which two ingredients... Could you not live without? And I think this I'm going to give to Chef Daniel is salt and acid. You know, this is what is this. It's uh, every time, you know, when you're tasting through the line, you can always add more salt, add more acid. Because that is one of the two ingredients you can live without. Because acid, it's, it's make all the food light. But acid can be different. It's wood, like acid, what is this? It can be what kind of vinegar, lemon, lime, you know, I, yeah. I really love to add the lime juice. This again, this is what I learned from Chef Daniel, you know, okay. like it's like salt and acid, two words. It's kind of like almost like inside joke when you, it's anyone who work in Lane Western Park or something, what do you need to add? Salt and acid. It's always, <laughs> always. That's all that matters. Always, always you can add it, you know. And for me, so it's a very fun story when uh, when I had my COVID. Okay. Ah, oh, when you, yeah, when you weren't there for Chef's table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. To get to go, we get to go. Yeah, I had everyone. We had a brilliant big table and you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Which but is it's, crazy. this is the way how I find out. But we all know, like, with the COVID is like when you lose your test. Yeah, because I also so, the same. I was telling you, like, the, the tricks, right? This is what you're going to have to do to yeah, get yourself smell, a smell, the smell, smell training. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I came to work. Yeah. And I started to, 
like what I normally do. Can't, still can't taste anything. More salt, more acid. Still can't taste anything. <laughs> yeah. So well, what it is, the first station, okay, add a little bit more salt, add a little bit more salt. And then like, go to the third station. Guys, what's going on? <laughs> Are you doing all taste nothing. Stuff? I just taste salt. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I have nothing. I don't taste anything. Just salty. So then it's just like, oh my God, I might have a COVID. So I have tests and then boom, positive. So that's the thing. See, for me, like, I, uh, that was the bit when I knew because I was sick and I just t- couldn't, I was just like, you know, all doing all the things to try and make myself better. And one was immediately making a roast chicken, all the trimmings, proper roast dinner. That's going to make me better. Some paracetamol, water and sleep. And as I, I had the chicken sitting on the side and I picked off the, the wing tip, you know, that gnarly, crispy, yummy bit. And I went to eat it and all I got was salt. Nothing. <laughs> Smell it. And I'm like, oh, no. Here we go. And I went to the fridge, cut open, I had a lime, smelling, smelling the outside, shit. So opening it up, can't smell, like squeezing it. And I'm like, ah, damn it. And that, like, you, you knew straight yeah, away. It's some, crazy. I yeah. mean, it was just horrifying to lose yeah. that scent. That, that, I mean, to no, lose I mean, that sense. For I mean, me, it's just, I think, like, we're, we're, text, we're texting to each other in this time. So, it's like, horrible. it's like, as a chef, you know, if you can test the food, it's like, I don't know, if you're a painter, but you don't see what you paint. Yeah. If you're a musician, but you, if you don't hear how yeah. your music, I know the bit Beethoven. The Cru- most crucial it, it, sense is that you genius, need to do your you know? job. And to, yeah. yeah. It's like, frightening. You know, it's like, you know, when you build it, there's no hands, yeah. you know, like you're under no legs. Oh, and it's all. my livelihood now if I don't get How this back again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was really devastating five days without uh, smell, you know, like I was really like upset, yeah. you know, like, like yeah. eating, trying something. There is no flavor. It's going to come back or not. Yeah. Everything was grey. That was my description of it. Everything was grey. I mean, and the not smelling terrified me. Like as, you know, as a mum with my two boys, you know, I was, I was paranoid, you know, about like, cause things like the smell of smoke or gas or anything, you know, and to triple check everything all the time and just, you know, it's so, we were so reliant yeah. on it. And when it's taken away from you like that, it's wow. What yeah. a crazy time, hey? It is, it is. But Goodness. I say like salt and acid, it's just too Salt thing. and acid. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. What is your favorite comfort food? You're going to say chicken. <laughs> to cook at home. <laughs> Everyone says chicken. What is your favorite comfort food to cook at home? So I, I think I, I can put this, I mean, chicken is a good, but every Saturday I have tradition. I mean, it's not Saturday, Saturday I work now, but like every weekend, okay. Sunday, I do the crepes with my kids. Ah, oh, nice. Nice. You know, and it's uh, it's been tradition for the pretty much... All the years, you know, I have three. It will start with the oldest one. Okay. And now, like, every time when my Saturday or Sunday off. Yeah. So when we all sit down together, so we make the crepes, you know. Nice. You know, same crepes, not uh, pancake. That is, like, super easy and comfort food is what we're doing. It's delicious. You know? And it's family. And it's, it's a family. And then, like, kids help me out to do it. We're doing it together. Lovely. And yeah, I, I think, I mean, chicken, it's always chicken, you know, but I think that if you just think that it might be comfort food. Yeah, I'm doing absolutely. If you could eat at any Michelin star restaurant in the world today, where would it be and why? Only one. Only one. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't know, it's a uh, Rasmus F. Michelin star or not. Alchemist Rasmus, yeah. two. He's got two. Here I go. I can there go, go there right now. Okay. You know, like I think it's, it's amazing. Like, it's mean. like it's a. I don't know. Like I haven't. It, no time has change. You know. For now, I want to go there. It's an experience. I mean, it's an experience. Cool. I never been there. It's like I heard about that. You know, and uh, I see it. So 
because you know like it's it's this kind of like change all the time what's your favorite music you know like it's all about how you feel you know yeah for right now when you ask me i was like, we're gonna go to alchemist okay it's on your hit list gonna make it happen now then and who would you take as your guest my wife good answer here you go i prepare (laughs) (laughs) what do you look for in a good chef i think it's um dignity what I found right now, it's a dignity, you know? So be respectful, loyal, yeah. and um, trustworthy. I think, I, I think it's like everyone, if you, do, if you ask any chef right now what they want, they, they want people to be loyal yeah. right now and um, care. Yeah. I think this is what is like, you know, care what you're doing. Because Chef Daniel says so many times, it's cool to care, yeah. you know? Yeah. I need people who work with me. They care about what they're doing. They love cooking. Yeah. And they care. You know, I can teach them how to cook. Yeah. But I can teach, teach him them how to care. How to care. <laughs> it comes from within. Yeah. This what is this? If you care. It's character traits, personal traits. Yeah. I, I think it's for me it's, it's very important, you know, because of course. people need to do the right thing, not because I tell them to do the right thing. Because, because they, they know no. there's the right thing to do. Yes, yeah, 100%. That's what it is. You know, exactly. it's not rocket science. Yeah, no, of course. It's very, I think it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You have to be nice to yeah. people. Yeah. So then people are going to be nice to you. Mm-hmm. And you have to care. You have to do everything with love, with passion. Yeah. It's very simple, but it's very hard. Yeah. This, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is this? Yeah, it's true. So true. And now on the head, that's exactly it. So what advice would you give to chefs starting in their career paths now? So I think I have not good advice, but I recently met with few young chefs. Okay. And it's completely different what they get from the chefs. Okay. Some young chefs really, really wanna, like, I mean, all of them wanna learn. Okay. But one of them wanna learn now. They wanna be, Head chef when when they're twenty five, they want to be zero head chef. to hero. Zero without to hero. Putting the time I, in I, together. I, I know. I don't want. I don't want to sound like old fart or something like this. You know. You need to be patient. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I, I I tell them like you know like karate kid original one. Oh yeah. This is a one like example what they need to watch. Yeah. When the Mister Miyagi did to them. You have to polish this way. You have to polish this way. And then you understand when you start to fight, oh, you can block this, you can block that. You don't get just to do it. You can't catch a fly with chopsticks just like that. So, (laughs) You know, like there's some of them, they say, oh, I want to learn, I want to learn. But no one puts the time on. They want to learn everything instantly. I mean, I think it's it's a social media. It's a Amazon Prime tomorrow. Why have to wait three days? Yeah. I want it tomorrow. We live in this instant world. Yeah, so exactly. People then... You think now, now. It's yeah. like they think like they put the, what I told them, like you think you have a USB stick in your brain and now you know Kung Fu. No, it's take years yeah. to learn Kung Fu. Yeah. You can learn Kung Fu in one day. Yeah, we're not in the matrix. We can't no, plug that's... in something into no, your body you and you upload in. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. you can. But there's some people, like some young cooks don't have this. And the disillusioned. They want to do everything quick. Mm-hmm. They want to do everything now. Yeah. There's no patience. And then they want like a ridiculous amount of money for it and they've got nothing to... 
That's the other part of it now as well. I mean, it's changed. It's crazy. But, but, but I say, like, that is a different, you know, like money, it's a different thing. For me, it's like they need to be patient about that. Mm-hmm. They need to be put your head down and work. Put the time in. Put work, not even hard, work smart. That's what it is. I told them, like, guys, it's not about the work hard. It's about work smart. So that is what, what for me is advice for young cook. But I have another one, example. The guy who I recently met, he's really patient. He's working hard. And I see he's a talented. Okay. That for me, I, I haven't seen for a long time wow. person like that. Nice. And for me, it's like, okay, it's a ray of light. You know, they exist. They still exist. Nice. You know, people like this Rarity. still exist. Wow. Yeah. You know, and I'm so happy to have him in my kitchen. But also, like, people just want everything now. Yeah. That is like it doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. I, I say maybe I say maybe I'm old fart. I don't know. Maybe I don't yeah, know. I think the world's changed so much, you know, in the last two years, and and yeah, just a new breed of young individuals out in the world now who do they want it all? They want it now. They want to yeah, and without putting the time in. I see it on with my agency. You know, they come in, they want to be on the yacht. So oh, I've been working in this restaurant, that restaurant. One month at Noma, <laughs> two months here. You haven't done any time, and you want to come in and earn seven grand a month as a head chef. You need to start at the bottom. You can't go in and hairdressing and be Vidal Sassoon. You need to start at the bottom and work your way up. Come on. In any industry, though, not just hospitality. Come on. So again, it's kind of, yeah, bringing these guys back to solid ground. And, but then it's finding the right ones and eking them out. And if they've got the heart and the care, and the, then that's how you and then, pull the then good eggs. And then money will come. Yeah, money will come. Exactly. This, people just don't understand. But again, so it depends on the chef. For me, I never work for money. I always work. In a place where I learn, where people care about me, and where I see I can progress. And I did some not pleasant job. I just pick the herbs, chop something. But I did this all the time. And then chef saw me. I did. I do it. I'm loyal. I'm pushing. I put my time on. And I get promotion, not someone else. Because I've been there. Another one, oh, I don't learn anything. I'm quit. I'm going somewhere else. But I was who stayed and yeah. pushing hard. That loyalty, that, yeah. That's what it is. Did your time. Makes all the difference, for sure. How, well, this is an interesting one for you because obviously we, we know a little bit about things. How has the pandemic affected your restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> and how did you adapt and evolve throughout? You know, if we look back, you know, like it's an uh, unfortunate restaurant, Hours have been closed, but been closed for different reasons. Because Chef Daniel decided to go vegan yeah. because pandemic changed his mind. Yeah. What what he wanna do, you know? Because he wanna reinvent luxury. He talked about be more sustainable, use different ingredients. So like not meat, not fish. You know, mm-hmm. he wanna be not vegan. He, he uses word plant-based, you know, yeah. this, is, this is the right word to use. And he want to do exactly the same here in London. And unfortunately, hotel wasn't, re- was, wasn't ready for that, yeah. you know. And it's what happens, we have to close. But if we forget about that and just scroll back a little bit, I think pandemic really helped us as a restaurant. If we don't think about Chef Daniel become plant-based, we, through pandemic, we find ourselves who we are. Yeah. What is Davis and Brooke? Yeah. You know, we lose some people. People stay only who want to be there. We get amazing general manager who joined to us. She brought Annika. She brought a lot of her 
a lot of positive energy to the dining room. And I think like I'm in a kitchen and like you can always say like, you know, the kitchen, it's people never smile. But I mean, it's true. I don't smile. <laughs> but we was like plus, I don't say plus and minus, but we really like in and yang, we really bounce each other. She always laughing. She always smiling. She was kind of spirit, you know, she brought so much fun and dynamic. I, dynamic. And mm. I learned a lot from her. Yeah. And I'm sure she learned from me a little how to be more precise, how to be more firm, how to do that, mm. you know. And I learned from her to be more loose. Yeah. In a good way. We complemented. You know? We complemented each other. Yeah. And I think we found each other nice. together. And I think we were way to go to create one of the best restaurants in London, you know. And it's uh, then it was open and closed, open and closed, you know. But then, like, you know, again, the menu, we change menu, adapt more. You had to, I mean, you know? yeah. Less courses, more efficient, yeah. but not kind of, we find, the, I don't say not better ingredients, but like more thinking about where ingredients coming from, yes. you know. And it's, I think it was amazing. We like, we was in the right path. To the glory, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's we received first Michelin star. It was really, really, really nice, you know. Like despite in, being, you know, how many times you open, close, open, close, yeah. gone through a pandemic and came out the other side, yeah, boom, with a, I mean, a star. It was commendable. Like, wow, it's amazing. Like, what we an get accomplishment! Best restaurant by JQ. Oh, yes, I remember that, yeah. I mean, I loved it. I ate there so many times. And I remember, like, when you guys first opened, like, celeriac in the, in the pig's bladder. Mm -hmm. That was insane. So I'm glad I got to experience all of that part. But then, obviously, it was the pandemic and eating outside and yeah. then having that fruits de mer. Yeah. That was amazing. And then, then there's another side of things. Then the chicken couldn't do the chicken carving because of COVID. But then having that when you reopen. There was just all the different layers right up till then, sadly, then closing the doors. Yeah. But it was just wonderful what was created it is it, I mean, is, it is we involve yeah you know, we involve and yeah, i think we yeah. become because in the beginning of course it was we're trying to find who we are yeah you know because we have like a big brother or sister how yes. you call it in my son park mother mothership the you mothership know? Yeah. yeah and the expectations of everyone yeah, were there like yeah we try to be us we try to be yes. who we are you know we try to bring some more fun over there but same amazing food yeah it's like your own service, identity, you know? but we're still related, as yeah. it were. Still our own individual. So I truly believe pandemic helped us to become better. You know, it's also we talk about not personal life, but like uh, mental health, you know, that's yes. what we talk about all the time. Yes. You know, that is really show like our industry is broken. Yeah. Because it's the way how we how we feel. You just like squirrel in a in a wheel, you know, you just hamster all, on the hamster yeah. wheel. Yep, exactly. You're just, you're just Voice, yeah. running all the time. Yeah. And then it was the time when it's like, okay, stop, get out from this wheel. Suddenly. There's, wow, there's, I have a wife, <laughs> I have a three kids. Wow. And there's a life, you know? Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Sleep, you know? Like, I, I can oh see daylight. It's a daylight. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know? So normally it's like it's, it's dark. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. A taste of all of that just completely. Again, so like them. you you fell again, love cook food. Yeah. It's again, like when, like, you know, you see the home, you're cooking food, you know, like it's, I feel passion. Like, you know, like when I came back from the first lockdown, I was so recharge because yeah. I want to cook again. Yeah. I fall in love again for the cooking, 
you know, because, you know, like as soon as... Desperately become, itching to get back to yeah, it, get in that kitchen and feed when, people and excite people. When you become the chef, it's more like, you know, like sous chef, executive chef, head chef, whatever you become, it's less you're cooking. Yeah, you're watching your brigade, your team doing everything and overseeing things, but you're, yeah, coming back. Yeah, more, and yeah. You, 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 like, you know, like I'm sure like you speak with some you know, other chefs, they don't really cook. Mm. It's all what they do. They just like it's watching, observing, watching, checking. go to the dining room, say hi, yeah, you know. It's true. And sometimes it's like, why we become the chef? Because we love to cook. Mm. You want to just dice onion. For me, sometimes I just like if I have something stress, I'm just okay. I just want to cook piece of meat. I just want to. I know I can control this. Mm. I know I can sear perfectly from the both side. I'm gonna put the butter, garlic, I can baste, I'm gonna put the oven, and I know like I can feel it, and it's gonna be perfect because I'm doing this one. It's not like you know, someone else. Yeah. I'm doing this kind of, for me, it's a kind of meditation, relaxation, just baste something, just cook something. Nice. That is what I'm enjoying, like, you know, back to your roots, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, it's satisfying. I know it's gonna be great, you know? At least I hope it's gonna be the great, you know? But it's like, it's something, I control this one, yeah. like 100%, you nice. know? So what I feel like it's really helped us to be who we are. Mm -hmm. And then it's the mental industry is broken, you know? Yeah. No one wanna work so many hours. And I think it's like right now we, in this time when everyone just, why, why would I have the chefs? Yeah. Why would I have the chefs? Because who want to work in the industry when you work 12, 13, 14 hours? You always under the stress. Why? You can go nine to five somewhere. Yeah. Do the garbage, you know, garbage man, whatever, builder. Why? You get the same money sometimes, you know? Yeah. Only what you get, to get the people who passion, who want to cook, exactly. you know? And I want to say, like, it's we... It's not just a job. Time yeah. in, time out, and then, yeah. I don't want to I'll say, go like, work at Amazon. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Bye. We create the monster, but kind of, you know? Yeah. I think people have now had to adapt with that now, haven't they? You know, a lot of people are only open four-day weeks in order to kind of have to do less services in order to kind of give that balance now that people need and retain their staff. And This is again. a goal. Staff is a goal now. Yeah. And looking after them and their mental health and their yeah. welfare and being mindful and it's very important. appreciating them. Yeah, no, 100%. Okay, last question. Can you share, I mean, you've actually shared already a bit, but anymore. Can you share any wisdom from the experience so far with others? Have you changed and has your cooking changed? Well, I guess so, because obviously Davidson Brook is closed. <laughs> and now you're obviously in Claridge's and your amazing new job. Congratulations. Thank Dimitri. you so much. What's your title at Claridge's? I'm a culinary director of the Claridge's Hotel. I know. That's major. That it's is amazing. Very cool. And like it's uh, yeah, it can be more happy of that. Yeah. Very very exciting things ahead. Thank you. So your cooking, obviously, things I mean, just who you are as a person, I guess, has changed because you've gone through the experience of the last few years and ultimately now you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, I mean it's uh Everything is changed, you know, everything is changed and you, as we human, we try to adapt to everything and it's a lot of things change in a Claridge's, in a, my personal life. We're trying to do better food, we're trying to do uh, more interesting, we're trying to involve, we plan to open a few more places with the Claridge's and what's going to be like more me, kind nice. of. You know, and again, you know, everything is changed and trying to change myself, trying to be more aware of the mental health of the 
people around me and just make sure everything is done right, you know? Good. Wonderful. Well, that's it. That's everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Really good to see you, to catch up, spend time with you. And I think everyone's going to be pretty inspired by this interview. I hope so. (laughs) Right. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Wow. What an interview. I hope you all thoroughly enjoyed that. I really enjoyed interviewing Dimitri and was just, yeah, on the edge of my seat listening to him, really fascinating and just how inspirational, how far his journey has kind of taken him. And once again, just a reminder that everything is possible, no matter what. So that's it. Hard work, a dream, vision, everything is possible. Always. Love it. Well, that's it for today. I'll be back again in two weeks' time with yet another brilliant chef. So keep tuning in, keep sharing this. Please subscribe. Please rate us five stars. It would be amazing. Head over to My Muy Bueno Chefs. You can catch up on all my latest visits, of course, over there, as well as use our hashtag to be part of our community. And that's it. Keep well. Keep on keeping on. I'll be back again in two weeks' time.